Welcome to Dating Essentials with Eva, the Relationship Maker, where we talk about dating, relationships, and we answer your questions. Yes, as Kim Bingham is saying, this is a new day in your life, and every day is a new day in your life. I was saying that I'm going to do some uh, interviews with very successful women and uh, I would like you to have an idea what happens and how, how they, they schedule their time to have time for family, to have time even to go out for a date. But the people I'm talking about, it's not the people who sit around and wait things to happen. They make things happen. So I'm very happy to have Becca. I know that she's super, super busy. And we were just talking before I started taping, like, I don't know, people, they are COVID, COVID, whatever it is. I don't care, but I have never been this busy like, like now. So I would like to know a day in your, in your life, a week in your life, and if you have weekends that you are able to relax or it's work, work, work. So what's happening in your life? Hi, Becca. <laughs> Hi, Eva. You want to know whether I have time to relax? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> right now I don't. Um, but there's some extenuating circumstances that are not the norm. Ordinarily, I schedule in time. Absolutely. Um, and I do schedule it in. It's not like, oh, it's weekend. The whole weekend is mine to use. I always have plans and I always have obligations. I am, I sit on a number of boards and I have volunteered a number of places. And so, um, yeah, I just try to allocate certain things to certain times and I figure out how much I'm going to do based on the available remainder. So I schedule in the important stuff first, work, family, health. And then around that, I, I schedule other stuff. Mm -hmm. So every week is very, very different, very different. I was, I mentioned to you, I've been in Zoom meetings and, and in-person meetings since 8.30 this morning. Um, that is a very long day. <laughs> seven o'clock after seven yeah yeah so it and i and i have another conference call a little bit later as well with um uh fellow i've been consulting with um, as well so yeah it just is busy and but that said um i am dating and i do prioritize things so i don't tend to do things that waste my time so my current tactic is when somebody is starting to engage in a conversation, if I've met them through a social media or a dating platform, I'll have a bit of a conversation, but I'll say, look, you know, uh, we can chat all we want, but it'll mean nothing um, unless we meet face to face and we discover if there's actual attraction and, and chemistry and connection. So I'd rather meet sooner than later. These are the times I have. Can you fit in a coffee or maybe a lunch or a walk? Let's figure that out. So in the past, when I haven't been this busy, I've had a few more availabilities to do that. Right now, I have like twice a week. <laughs> and, um, and I 
plug that in and then I then I'm good for the for the week. So yeah, it it just varies. I can't we're just I can't talking you were just talking about being out on a date and everything went well, but it's really important to meet. I'm always saying that, yeah, you, you talk on the phone, but unless you are face to face, you don't know if you have chemistry. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It, it, I mean, you can think somebody's wonderful based on a profile or some photos, mm -hmm. even based on a, a phone call or a, a FaceTime. But that doesn't convey the actual chemistry or interaction that is very real when you're face-to-face -face in person in each other's company. So it makes a big difference. And, um, and I have met far too many people online, whether it be a dating site or otherwise, that want to chat forever mm -hmm. uh, and are never really interested in meeting in person. And I just, I don't do that anymore. It wastes time. Um, I don't have time in my day to see all the people that I love. Why would I waste it on somebody who's not interested in meeting in person? You know what's interesting? Um, we did an interview and somehow it got erased. And um, I did a podcast based on that, uh, that um, interview that we did about uh, catfish. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, yeah, actually, I, you gave me the idea to do it. So how is now the, the dating in terms of catfishing? Yeah. <laughs> They're out there. There's tons of them. Um, I get I get approached well at the moment I've I'm not on any profile on any sites. I've I've closed them all right now. Um, just because I'm far too busy to even give minimal amount of time to it. But while I was up I was active on them until about two or three days ago. And literally every single day, at least three people would try to, would approach me and they were clearly catfish. There was one or two that kind of slipped through the cracks and I had doubts as to whether they were, um, but I weed them out by immediately saying this, exactly that thing. You know what? Um, you seem really nice, like your photos. You seem to like mine. You, you seem to be interested. Let's cut out all the, you know, the weighted, waiting and wasted time let when can we meet face to face because that's what matters mm -hmm. and that's what will make the difference mm -hmm. um catfish will never meet you face to face oh. they will always have a problem with oh i have to go out of town for work oh i have this come up oh i had that come up so yeah i don't waste time on that anymore if they're going to meet me in person then they're then they're real mm -hmm. um then the the issue becomes whether there's a real connection or not that that remains to be seen but i i have no patience for catfish and scammers anymore it's really ridiculous that's a great point for people who you know they are stringed along for a, i don't know for a week or two weeks and they just talking and at the end they don't meet it's a waste of time i think mm -hmm. um that's a great suggestion so mm -hmm. meet you don't want to meet okay next yeah basically and um in the beginning when i met people that were catfish i was i was far more naive and i wasn't aware of the game they always do something called love bombing where within short order they start escalating their feelings for you having never met you 
um, they are constantly, you know, giving you compliments and being loving and supportive and, oh, you're so wonderful and I just know you're the one. Well, no, no, you don't. Somebody real doesn't do that. Somebody who has self-respect doesn't do that. And so instead of falling for that, really look at that as, is this the way a real person would do? Do I do this with somebody? No. And fundamentally, is this person going to meet me? face to face and don't take excuses don't believe oh i got called out of town oh i got sick oh i got this i got that there is a reason you're going to meet immediately and that is to figure out if this is real or not if you're only interested in wasting time and and getting some nice compliments then hey play along whatever who am i to judge that's not what i'm interested in so there are glaring glaring red flags for every single one of them sounds like a narcissist they yeah, are they are and i think psycho psychotic really psychopaths because it doesn't seem to bother them that they are planning to hurt you mm -hmm. i mean that's essentially what a catfish or a scammer is doing they are setting out to entangle you emotionally so that they can exploit you financially that is what they're doing and they will break you emotionally and financially if they can, if you let them. And there is absolutely no redeeming value in a person that is willing to do that. No, but you know, it depends also on, on you, on the person who's going to, you know, accept it or not accept it. Because if you accept it, and sometimes it's hard for people when they are alone and they want to be with someone because some people yeah. become desperate yeah. and when you become desperate you kind of attract this kind of people and yeah. then you end up really really hurt there's also naive people that don't really understand how things work on the internet or perhaps have been in a relationship or not dating for a long time and they don't see things as red flags they they accept and and are um, naive enough to believe that everyone tells the truth. The reality is no, nobody has no phone that's on one of these sites. Nobody is unable to send you a picture right now. They all have photos on their phone. And if they don't, every phone has a camera, they can snap one immediately. They, there is no reason that somebody is getting called out of town for work. At this point in time, in the middle of a pandemic, sorry, but no. That, that's not normal. Yeah, there's all sorts of things. And for somebody to uh, start calling you love or, you know, my heart or just escalate these emotional connections and, and um, loaded terms before they've even met you face to face, that is ridiculous and an absolute glaring red flag. Like, you can't get more real like, hello, this is a catfish. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there are people that are, that are lonely. There are people that are naive, desperate. There's a variety of reasons that you would fall for it initially. But if you follow the rule of never, ever, ever send money to somebody you've never met over the internet, never, ever, ever give them um, compromising photos or personal details until you've met them face to face and assured yourself that they are real, then they just assume that they're not. Or your address. 
Oh, exactly. Your not address. your address, not your personal identifiers, no money, no banking information, nothing. It's funny, I had an experience on uh, Facebook, somebody contacted me and uh, he was, he was a little bit too pushy to uh, like, you know, like the same thing. It's like, oh my God, I want to meet you and uh, like I am the one. And one of my friends knew him because I knew that they are on Facebook together. So I asked her, says, no, 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 he's not totally uh, up there. So I'm like, okay, right away, I just erased it. I was just talking to him. I didn't want anything, but he's, I don't know. Is there something that you attract certain people or it can happen to anybody? I don't know. I've asked that question myself because I sometimes feel like I have a target on my head. I've learned now that when they, when a dating site or a social media site asks you to tell them what your occupation is, I no longer list what I really do because CEO tells people that you have a certain level of success. And so that I think is a target word. I don't tell people that that's what I am anymore. I don't, call people that I'm divorced anymore mm -hmm. um, because I think that puts a certain target on you as well. I've, I'm single. Yeah. Uh, I work in administration. <laughs> That's a good one. That's yeah. A good one. Well, it's neither of them are, are lies, but mm -hmm. if somebody's searching by income level or by field of business or, or employment, that's not going to trigger them into thinking that I, you know, I'm a, a certain level of income and, and um, success. So I've stopped putting those out there. Isn't it funny that how you have to protect yourself? And I mean, people say, okay, people lie. But you have to sometimes not to tell oh, yeah. the truth. And I'm so against lying. I'm just not answering the question. Mm. But to be always on your toes because you don't know who's going to try to use you or who's reading them yeah right? because the world is a big place and there are catfish there are so psychopaths there are angry vindictive people there are trolls there's all sorts of reasons that you will always have to protect yourself so, um, trolls trolls lots of trolls <laughs> tons of trolls yeah, yeah. but it's interesting because I also meet men, those are clients, they are so nice, you know, and I'm like, how come, uh, like, you are, I know you, and I know some other ladies, and they always end up with men that they are really not nice to them, and I'm meeting all these men, and they are nice. And they, they complain about not finding the right women, and the women wanting to, uh, to use them, so it's, it's like, I don't know, how, how would it be possible to bring the right people together? It's an interesting question. Um, I was talking to one of my girlfriends who is also quite successful in every way except for love. Um, <laughs> and she has, um, she's never been married. She's never really had a, a truly long-term long relationship. She's wonderful. She's outdoorsy. She's beautiful. She's successful. She's smart. 
And she straight up says she picks bad boys that treat her like crap. She doesn't really know why. Cause I, and, and maybe it's a matter of, you know, just seeing what's familiar. Um, I don't know, but she, I said to her, well, why don't you date somebody who isn't a bad boy? Well, I'm not attracted to those. It's not exciting. So, right. They're not exciting or maybe they're not sexy to her or what have you. Because, I mean, let's face it. We, you do have to be attracted physically to your mate. Um, you have to be attracted emotionally and chemically and all those other things. Maybe the really nice, successful men that you're meeting are simply not attracted to a woman that is, you know, a certain age or a certain um, certain success level who maybe they're attracted to the trophy girls or women that you know have a certain look or you know really that's where they need to look at what is it that you're what what are you gravitating to mm -hmm. if you keep having the same experience look at who you're with is it the same person over and over and over again i keep I've dated men from all over the world, men of all different heights, ages, weights, success levels. It's not the same person over and over again. It's just no connection. But they must have something in common or you have something that you are attracted. There is a specific thing in those men that you are attracted. It's changed over the years too. I mean, I'm... I'm um, a well-spoken woman, and I'm quite intelligent. So I'm attracted to somebody who uses words well. Mm -hmm. I'm attracted to somebody who is successful in his own right. And when I say successful, it doesn't mean, you know, necessarily drives a fancy car or has mm -hmm. lots of stuff. But somebody who has found his passion and is, is living it and is happy with what he is doing. It makes him happy every day. That's what attracts me. And, you know, obviously intelligence and humor. They're all different. They have all been different. But the unifying connector so far of the people that I've gone out with has been that they were attracted to me. Mm -hmm. I don't tend to pursue men. I don't see any reason to chase somebody. If they don't want to be with me, they don't want to be with me. So I end up being the chase E. And um, that's the only thing really that they've had in common. Uh -huh. Now you're talking. It, mm -hmm. means, it means that that's what you like. That's, that's your pattern. It's like it's you like my pattern, but it's not necessarily what I like. I but it's a pattern that you like people to how to say it. We all need that uh, that we are acknowledged, that we are visible, yeah. that we are yeah. and I think that's one of the things that they provide. Yeah, well, there's validation in being sought after yeah. and pursued, but there's also the whole masculine feminine energy in being pursued but it's normal because men usually are the hunters and women yeah. you know so you want really somebody to come after you and you know well i'd ideally like that um the ones that have been interested in me seem to be somewhat more well there's quite a few that have been quite submissive or passive and 
see a successful woman as being a dominatrix or a dominant person. Um, I'm not looking to dominate anyone. I'm looking for a, an equal partner. So that makes it even more difficult. So you get um, the board with those people who are like submissive? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be the decider all the time. I'm the decider at work. I, I make all the rules. I, I make all the decisions. Uh, the buck stops with me professionally. Mm -hmm. I don't want that in my personal life. I don't know a lot of women that do. I, I want to have a partner, somebody that I can rely on and not have to be strong and, and domineering or, you know, making the rules or making the decisions. Sometimes it's nice to just be equal or have a soft place to land. And, uh, and yeah, I, I'm exhausted by that all the time. You know, knowing you, I believe that you really need a strong man because mm -hmm. you are very strong. Yeah. And you I are very much in charge. You know what you want. You're going after it. So that person has to be very special that is going to be by your side. It has to have that masculine mostly, but has to have a little feminine, that kindness that you can, you know, you can rely yeah. on him. Well, I need somebody who knows how to be, when I say masculine, I like a man, I don't mean some, you know, he-man, Neanderthal oh, no, 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 no. kind of thought. But a real, honest-to-God man needs to understand that he can cry too, and that he has a place where he can be weak or, or share his vulnerability, that it doesn't diminish him in any capacity. Because a true partnership is one where you do that for each other. Yeah. Um, and that in its, of itself, the ability to share vulnerability is so strong. You have to be, you got to have balls of steel to be able to say, you know what? I am a male or I am a female. I live in this world and I am strong and I can do all this stuff. But sometimes I need somebody to hug me and say it's going to be okay. Sometimes I need to cry and let this vulnerability out because I don't have the capacity to do it in in the public facing time yeah. um, you got to be strong enough to say that that sometimes I cry at sad movies <laughs> you know like yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't I don't need somebody who is is this cartoon version of masculinity no it, I mean it's 2020 the no, world no. is different now we we can allow people to be whole wholesome human beings with all the feelings you need someone to who you feel that it's the protector you you want to be the woman it doesn't mean that yeah it's it's totally clear yeah, but somebody who can both protect mm -hmm. and allow himself to be nurtured at the same time mm -hmm. and that is a, a unique thing and sometimes i despair that there's anybody out there like that you like movies Sure. Do you have a person in mind, any character that would describe that? No. I know. Character. It's, yeah, you know, like you're looking at the movie and it's like the bad boy, but it's also uh, kind. It's, can you I think? I can't think of one. can't think of anybody. I can't think of one. I find that um, most movies have don't develop enough of the male perspective 
-hmm. in a human aspect. Like you see, you know, the action heroes don't tend to have a lot of depth. They can get angry. They can get, you know, upset that their wife or child has been kidnapped and they immediately seek revenge. But I don't see that as being particularly deep in emotion. It's just a, a it's a, a showcase for action. Like, okay, this is the reason he's upset. Let Now he gets to shoot and kill and blow things up. In terms of dramas, I, I don't tend to watch dramas because when I watch movies, I need to laugh. <laughs> it's really just a catharsis. Yeah. Um, I can't even think of one where there is somebody who is has been developed in a way that would be you um, know, real. I'm, I'm thinking of one person who is, okay, it's not your usual person, mm-hmm. but the way how he, how he talks and how he stands up for what he believes in, the thing how he stands up by his wife and they have been married for a long time. I'm thinking about Dr. Peterson, Jordan Peterson. I don't know enough about him. You don't know? No, I've seen a couple of his talks on a variety of topics, but I, I haven't really, I don't know enough about him. I have been following him for a while, but Mm -hmm. as a person, as a man and how he talks about things, I don't know. It's, it's one of the unusual people. Like I like certain personalities when they are very strong. Mm -hmm. Madman. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, the guy is super sexy, but he's strong but he's so screwed up and he's so not kind that, right. you know, like it's this double kind of personality somehow, right. but it really sticks, stays in your mind and says, if that man who is that strong could be that kind without doing all the things that he's doing, it's just characters. It's, well, if it's if we're talking real people, like you mentioned, Dr. Peterson, um, like somebody who is proud of and sees his wife as a partner, there's Obama. Barack Obama truly respects his wife and his daughters, which is quite clear in how he talks about them, talks to them, and and deals with the world in terms of those things. I think that is amazing. I don't need somebody who's perfect, but somebody who's willing to learn and develop and grow. I'm certainly not perfect. Not by any stretch of the imagination. No, my dear, if you would be perfect, you would be so boring. Oh, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, it, I don't, I like people <laughs> with characters that, you know, like perfection, it's like then you have nothing else to learn. Then you know it right. all. And nothing yeah. is more annoying than a person who is <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Well, and nobody knows it all. That's the thing. Like you, you'd have to be so arrogant to think you did. So yeah, I don't want to be arrogant. I just want to learn and and be good to each other and share this world and make it a better place. And you know what? You are doing it. I know you. I know what you do, and I know how much you give of yourself. And uh, you are amazing. You are Thank really you. amazing. And I hope you're going to find. An amazing man who's and who you well, are. Well, that would be lovely. And I would hope to be an amazing woman for him. So should that happen, I will do my best to, to live up to what I'm getting in return. 
miracles do happen. <laughs> you just have to keep in mind. <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you that right now, um, I, back before all this started happening, how the world pandemic-wise, I, I was saying, you know, one day I would like to get married again and, and have the relationship that I dreamed of. But at this point in time, the only aisle I'm, in, I'm dreaming of walking down is one in a plane and hearing my pilot say, welcome aboard. I want to fly somewhere. I want to travel. I want to have my adventures. You sit down. Um, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Santa. Jimmy is there. Yeah. <laughs> they said you have to be in tune with the with the feeling. Did you uh, do the? <laughs> did you write out uh, the list that we were talking about at one point? Oh, for what I was looking for? Yeah. Yeah, I wrote it as we were talking that evening. Um, I'm not sure where I put that booklet right now, but has to be very specific. Shoe size, sock size. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say say shoe size at this point. Uh, you know, something with a job and a home and no COVID and uh, you know, no elevated temperatures. That's something, or that's a start. A job, a, a car. That's a start. Yeah, or in a car because transit sucks where I live. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I wouldn't. I couldn't. I could not go to your place. <laughs> We're talking about uh, lying uh, at the pool. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so. Um, I did a podcast for the Wednesday, and I was talking about. I was talking about the codependency and everything, and I was talking about. When you are in a relationship, there are three things in a relationship. There is yes, there is no, and there is compromise. Mm. Are you more the yes person, the no person, or in certain, it's not all the time compromise, but there are certain times when it's compromise. I used to be far too much of a yes person. I have changed over the years and develop stronger boundaries, less porous boundaries. I am less afraid of losing someone to a no or because of a no than I am of losing myself because of a yes. So I am way more interested in compromising and um, coming to an agreement of what is okay to say no to and whether the, my partner is somebody that can respect the no will determine whether he can be my partner. So I think compromise is something that everybody needs to learn how to do, but nobody wants to say they're willing to compromise. <laughs> they want their way. The, yeah, big, the big thing with the yes and no, have to know which, what to say yes and what to say no. And people sometimes they don't know. Yep. They say yes to things they don't want to do, and after they are feeling uh, resentful or they saying mm -hmm. no, so it's it's really a very fine line between those two. Absolutely, I um, I used to say yes far too often, and I I found myself exactly resentful or uncomfortable or feeling like I've lost any kind of uh, self. 
determination in some cases um, or thinking, what the hell am I doing at this point? Why am I here? Why, why did I say yes to this? Um, I simply cannot do that anymore. I won't. Good. And that might be a function of age, might be a function of busyness or, or just experience. But um, yeah, I'm not willing to do that. Uh, not at all. It's experience. When you get more experience, you more, and you know, I love age, basically. 20 year old, it's like always wants to please. Everybody wants to look good, except the newer generation sometimes, because they are very mm. into themselves. But you learn, you learn that, that fine line and you are able to, to let people down in a very nice and uh, only politicians can do that diplomatic way. <laughs> yeah, it's a skill. <laughs> it's a skill. It's a tot totally a skill, you know. Mm -hmm. But you have to know where, you can, where they're coming from. So I know you wish to have a week for, for yourself, mm. just to relax. Well, is there any, <laughs> any chance that this is going to happen soon or not really? No. No? No. Um, my work is super, super busy right now. I'm lucky to get my weekends to myself at this point. Mm -hmm. But I will take a week over the holidays at, at Christmas. That's only four months away. That's far. <laughs> it's only four months away and it'll go fast. I mean, it seems like just yesterday we were shutting down for COVID. So, yeah, I'll take some time here and there, maybe an extra day on a weekend. I do have some, some issues that need to be dealt with in terms of renovations and things that I've been working on and some personal challenges coming up. Mm -hmm. I've been called for jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows maybe jury duty will be a blessing I don't know <laughs> um, but yeah it'll be a little while before I get a full week off it's so funny I before I I, I came on to um, to do this interview I was talking to the lady who's doing who did my uh, website and her husband lives in he works in the States so he cannot really come back and it is just a mess though everything is a oh, mess gosh. and she's like oh yeah he has to come back by christmas <laughs> so you are the second person in a short period of time they say okay i'm aiming for christmas i said don't worry if he's not coming uh, back you come to my christmas party yeah so yeah well it was exactly four weeks uh, sorry four months away as of yesterday so it is in my in my brain right now. Yeah. I, mean, I usually have a Christmas party. I don't know if it's going to happen this year or not. And um, your Christmas parties are really good. Thank you. I like them. Ah, yeah. it's the cooking, everything. It's like yeah, people. Yeah, interesting yeah. people. Yeah, there's a lot of them too. So um, that is probably not going to happen on that scale, but I could have some people over on smaller scale. <laughs> You can you can put the arrows socially. the arrows on the floor, yeah. yeah. Hey, Say hello, have a drink, move on, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Wear your mask. <laughs> oh, no Santa this year. This no Christmas. Santa, no lap sitting. No. <laughs> 
Oh my God. You know what? <laughs> we have to, we have to have a laugh. It's just, it's just, it's yeah, just exactly. so crazy. I just can't wait this year to be over. <laughs> anyway, it was well, such a pleasure talking to you. Of course it always and is. Keep me informed with everything is going on with the dating things and how it's working. So I, I have something to talk about uh, <laughs> and myself and about certain other serious problems. And uh, yeah, so we're going to get together again soon. Absolutely. absolutely. And if I found a nice guy, I, do, I cannot promise you we're going to have the chemistry, but I let you know. If you find a nice guy, I'm always happy to meet somebody new. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, it's a deal. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much, Becca. Thank you. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Be gentle, be safe, and don't forget, there is no happiness without love. Love yourself first and love your partner. Thank you for listening, and this day, it's a new day in your life.